media at SAFM with Ashraf Garda. Exploring every media platform and industry. Only on 104 to 107. That's the second half of the, the media show. So, apology coming from uh, today, Kalafeng, by the way, saying he got his times all wrong and, and effectively one hour late in terms of wrong. So, we can't talk to him about, you know, branding the African continent. We just can't do that today. But perhaps a chance for you to think about it, you know. What do you, when I say brand Africa, when I say the African continent, what are the type of the images that, that it conjures up? And, and that effectively represents the brand, isn't it? So, what are they for you and how would you like to shift that in whichever way possible? You can tweet right away. Hashtag media show, and then tweet to me, Ashraf Garda, and then tweet to the SFM Radio Twitter handles. You can do the same thing on Facebook as well as on Instagram. All of them certainly connected. I'd like to get your thoughts. But also in terms of the brand win of the week and the brand fail, you know it's always welcome. Uh, if we don't quite take calls because there's not much time, you can send the SMS to 40938, 40938. Still going to chat to Duke Milan. Looking forward to his discussions. He's back in South Africa from uh, Hong Kong. And uh, Bravoli Siyama is asking this Interesting question, social media, to outsource or to insource. I'm going to look forward to those answers. It comes up pretty shortly. But every Sunday around this time, we do have a profile interview. So we have an eye on a person in the media, marketing, journalism industry. And today it's the turn of uh, Medina Harbury, who's the MD of uh, Dandelion Breeze. Uh, everything is interesting here. The first name is interesting was in Medina. The Harbour is interesting. And Dandelion Breeze is interesting. And I'm sure you get that all the time, isn't it? Yes, I do. Thank you for having me, Ashraf. And good morning to you and to your listeners. Absolutely. So after all of that, what does Dandelion Breeze do? Um, we are brand authorities that activate your brand forever. That's the way we sort of... Isn't it the problem? It's forever. It's like a... Like a cool ring that doesn't get finished, and they don't need you again. Well, if you look they at have a to da- come back, right? Absolutely, you look at a dandelion. I mean, a dandelion. You hold the flower, you blow the flower. It sows the seed of sustenance. It just goes on forever. You can never get rid of a dandelion. And that's what you're trying to replicate. Exactly that. So, so you, in fact, are the not just the MD. You're the founder of it, right? Yes, I am the founder. Give, um, me, give me the story. How, how did it all start? All right, I need to go back a little just to show how we got to Dandelion. And um, in the late 80s, coming into South Africa, I had no idea what apartheid was. And um, it where, where, where were you from? I was from Zimbabwe. Okay. From Zimbabwe, young lady with a little child of two years old and ready to bring my to start out my career, you know, to hustle. And as I got here and I tried to make phone calls to get into an interview, to have a job, to place her in a crash, to everything I wanted to do, I think coming from Zims, my accent for some reason and my name gave the wrong impression of who I actually was. So telephonically, everything was great, absolutely, come in, see you. Mm -hmm. But when I got there, it was something completely different and unaccepted, not allowed. So that's where the hustle began. And so you were out of a job, basically? Out of a job. Had to try and find something. And I walked into an advertising agency. Now, I had no idea of marketing, communication, <laughs> advertising. This was a new world. And there was one gentleman that just saw value, Mr. Ed O'Folly at the time. He was the financial director and gave me an opportunity. I started off as his PA. Hustled as a PA, so much happening around me in this big space of South Africa, mm. Johannesburg, highways. I mean, I'd come from a little space, you know, a community girl. Okay. Mm. And in this world of advertising, from being a PA, he threw me to the shocks. Well, that's what I thought at the time. Mm. And mm. into client service, and that was on the Vodacom account. 
At that time, it was all about the Yebo Gogo. It was, it was just taking off, right? Absolutely, yeah. okay. just taking off. And I was thrown into that space and um, just grew from strength to strength. And one day, a gentleman walked in by the name of Lloyd Cornwell. He was a promoter at the time from the UK, and um, he was selling sponsorships. I mean, his whole vision was how you could take um, music and leverage it, and people were not tapping into it. If you look at um, from a sponsorship perspective, people tap into sport, more Absolutely. so at that time, mm. than music. And Lloyd came in, and he was selling Lauren Hill. And I thought this would be so awesome for Vodacom. And um, I showed it to, you know, to the brand people at the time. Um, it was iffy, maybe, maybe not. Mm. And Lloyd mm. shared with me that there was an opportunity for someone to join him. And I thought, well, maybe I should take this leap of faith. You mean join him as a, as a company in now? Work oh, for okay. him. All right. But okay. I'd been with the advertising agency for a while now. I mean, I climbed up from account executive to client service director almost on the account. And Edo said to me, I think there's more to you. Instead of just joining as working for Lloyd, I think you should go in as a partnership. So he hustled, you know, and I went in as a partner. Now, your, your first boss told me that. My very first Don't boss, just join them. Don't just join them. You have what it takes to become a Why partner. Why didn't he offer you a partnership in his own business, just by the way? Well, I think if you look at Draft <laughs> FCV, it was quite big and it was yeah, global. No. And I don't think it was as easy. No. He was financial director at the time. And um, I then joined Lloyd. We started out in Lloyd's garage, um, Vodacom decided to give us some work. At that time, we brought Randy Crawford in. So the understanding of music, you know, tapping in all the big promoters at the mm -hmm. time, you know, the Roddy Quinns, the big concerts, the okay. wow. that sort of thing. So I was And hungry. New South Africa, things were just opening up for the first time. Absolutely. Yeah. So like a sponge, I was just absorbing. So you had the background of advertising, understanding where a brand needs to be, and now being on the ground and tapping into the consumer. So that was really great. And then what we did was Lloyd um, walked into Philips to present our credentials. And Melanie Forbes at the time, the brand manager, gave us the opportunity to say, we need to get our brand out there. And they were launching a Philips BDJ cell phone. Now, you could mix a track. Mm -hmm. So we tapped into John Langford at the time, SABC, that's giving my age away. But anyway, John Langford. But they John had, was at 5 FM. And that's we, we were correct. together at 5 But no, now, if you look at. concerts now, yeah. Ministry of Sound. Yeah. Now, okay. Ministry of Sound, that's a, um, a label, you know, a dance label. And they, Lloyd had the rights to them at the time. And we tapped in with 5FM, Roger Good. We took the Philips track. We said, mix a track on the phone, become a DJ, SMS your track, and you stand a chance to actually okay. be on that track. All right. We can talk about the past all day. I don't <laughs> want to do that. Okay. So, so that's where you've learned. I mean, that, that's how you got in, right? Oh, that's how I got in. Absolutely. And that was international. Okay. So, so this company we, we talk about now, Dandelion, is that the same company or is that a different No, company? no, no. So what happened is we started off with Lloyd as Music Marketing International. Lloyd and I did great things from local to international, like I say. With Philips, we ended up touring the whole of Asia. And... Um, we parted ways in the sense that we had different direction, different goals. And I needed to do something that was more soul-fulfilling. And that's how we ended up with Dandelion Breeze. Okay. So, so when, when did Dandelion start then? Dandelion started in 2000. And that was after working closely with a lady by the name of Norma Kluby from Zanussi Brand Solutions, who absolutely taught me my own worth helps me to understand who I am as an individual and that there's so much more to give. 
and that's where the birth of Dandelion Breeze started. And okay. our biggest, sorry, no, our biggest account was the Edcon Group, and we started working on Legit. Legit at the time had very well. Should, I shouldn't say no equity, but was, the brand was not as established. No, and over seven years, what we did was tapping into ambassadors. You know, in the summer months, we tap into celebrities to endorse the brand. Because when you ride on the credibility of an ambassador, you give the brand more equity. And in winter, we tap into designers, the likes of David Schlarly, you know, to endorse a label. I mean, if you look at David Schlarly endorsing a legit garment, I mean, that's couture. So something that is unaffordable to young individuals is now affordable. Well, it's legitimizing legit. I mean, that's the bottom line to it, right? Are they still your client? Legit? Yes. Well, okay. Up until very, very lately, whereby they were one of the most credible brands that mm. were sold from the Edcon Group. Yeah. Okay. So that will change. Chatting, and you can call in, by the way, if you, if you want to join the conversation. Chatting to uh, Medina Harvery, uh, spelt, uh, if you're going to battle with this. Well, the first name is M-E-D-I-N-A. Uh, and then the surname is H-A-R-V-E-R-Y-E. So the MD of Dandelion Breeze. So, okay, what does Dandelion Breeze do now? We activate brands. We activate brands and um, we have a legacy whereby my whole vision was to endorse young entrepreneurs. Business, you know, it's so difficult for young people now as an individual to go out and stand alone. And if you look at the governance that Dandelion Breeze has and all the different clients that we've worked with, the IP, it's literally giving them an opportunity to have a business within a business. Okay, so when you say you, you activate brands, I want to get this right, you, you don't do above-the-line advertising. Not above-the-line, we play well. I always say that we need to play together. There's above-the-line. Then there's the below the line, and we see ourselves as through the line. There's digital marketing online. It's how do we take all of this together and make it work. So, so do you then so, – so, okay, give me a, maybe a good example when you say we activate, because uh, I'm just thinking of experiential marketing. But perhaps you can share with – one example of what you do. Um, maybe I should just look at an activation – in store. So say Legit, for instance, launched their summer range, and what we would do is we would conceptualize how we connect with the brand ambassador and how we would take it to the mass, take it to the consumer, one-on-one -on -one engagement. So we'll come up with a great idea. We'll look for great partnerships, like, for instance, tap into Chevy, okay. and mm -hmm. Chevrolet drives Legit fashion. Then we tapped into the Varsity Cup. And with Varsity Cup, it's new spaces for the brand. So we literally take that brand and take you into a space where we're in universities and we tap into all the heads, you know, from university, like, for instance, the Miss Varsity of each region, and collectively put an event together where it's experienced. And you're right, and the Miss Varsity is, in fact, the celebrity of that university. That's so it's very correct. narrow marketing, but it gets to that and campus. also, in this particular case, what we can share is that Miss South Africa today was on our Miss Varsity Cup just last year. The, the current Miss the South Africa. The current Miss South Africa. Okay. So it was wow. taking her from very humble spaces, part of the grooming, and that's where she is today. Okay. So we're quite proud to say You can that. just get closer to the mic so we can hear you. That's, that's fine. That's absolutely fine. All right. So... You, you say you've grown, and we'll talk about both at the same time, but you, you've grown yourself, and thanks to many people who've, who've believed in you. Are, are you now playing in that, did you say younger space? You did say entrepreneurs, right? Yes, correct. The vision, I just believe that 
so much has been given to me if I look at the opportunity and how do I give back? So all these young ambassadors that I've worked with, I mean, there's many over the years, you know, even if you look at celebrity, musician, and I'm saying, how do I take everything that I have, share it with them? Because if you take wisdom and you take innovation and you put the two together, that explodes. It makes everybody relevant. So using that format, we have the one-third program where all these young ambassadors, I can speak the likes of Zizo Beda, well, now it's Twitter, the mm. likes of Sade, the likes of Zintle, and I mean, I can go on. These young people coming into the space, what actually happens now is you bring the business in, whoever brings the business in, we have a one-third policy, you earn one-third of what comes in, the company owns one-third, and one-third goes to the team that's actually working on the business. So you build a business within a business. And a lot of our projects are also going the CSI level because it's how do we give back? How do we work on elements that have meaning? So that's literally what we're doing. I can even refer to EDCON, you know, and the Orange Campaign, which is global. Mm -hmm. And um, mm -hmm. you look at Edgar's Unite. I mean, they tapped into us and they wanted to endorse it further, you know, and make a difference. And if I look at the program, it is... The program is to, to develop, um, what's the right word, how do I actually put this? It's the ladies, you know, gender and people that have, they've actually surpassed, they've gone through um, abuse. Okay. They've actually managed to overcome. And it's how do we take them and put them through a program that's skills development. And they tapped into the likes of David Schleili, J.J. Schumann, you know, and other designers from um, SA Fashion Council. This had the United Nations supporting it. And if you look at these ladies that were given an opportunity and you look at the results now, I mean, it's overwhelming. Well, I'd love to say, well, you need to share those results, if not on air, uh, via social media. So if you tweet about me specifically, Ashraf Garda, as well as SFM Radio Twitter handles, and then Instagram, as well as Facebook, I will certainly share that. I think, I think those are very, very important things, so make a note of that. What, what you know, how, how, how well is your business doing now? Um, I would like to say that we've done exceptionally well. You know, we've still been kept busy with um, EdCon. However, this platform lends us to a space where we can reach out. You know, we are looking to tap into clients of equal yoking, because I believe that's important. You know, we've stood the test of time, and you've got to believe in us mm. in order for us to believe in you. A lot of people go out and they sacrifice self. And we believe that we've got a lot to give. So where we are right now is looking for new clientele. We're looking for projects that are meaningful. And we're looking for young entrepreneurs that we can engage with to give them a And, and those projects, are they, are they CSI projects uh, from, from corporates or, or, or are they sort of, you know, uh, pro bono things where you, you don't make much money? I mean, you need to survive. I think clearly. it's across the board. Ashraf, I think it's across the board. What actually happens is a lot of people are trying to get their brand out. We actually understand mass market, customer one-on-one. -on -one. So we are open to the corporate brand. But what we try to look for is an element that will tap into CSI. 
So we're always saying, yes, they can be the corporate. I'll give you an example, just a quick example mm-hmm. again with the David Shiley when he endorsed um, Legit. What we did is that much of that was brand awareness, brand activation, walk in, but we took it to his home and we created the front street of David's mom's home in Fosloris, 100 meters of the local celebrities modeling with the community girls and actually wearing um, these amazing garments. What impact did that have? Because ironically last week I emceed the the Gauteng Premier's midterm report event and I I made the point that we need to get when do townships start looking like suburbs and the big challenge will be in 20 years time when someone living in the suburbs say I want to look like a township and you know that type of transformation. The, the great thing about that was that David was very open. David's mum was open. The community was so happy to have David back into his home space. Mm. The girls were absolutely overwhelmed. And what Legit did for us as well, I mean, thanks to Ocean Ngubene, who was the brand manager at the time, amazing woman that believed in us, believed in the brand, gave off this so much clothing. If you look at warehousing and what they sort of take back and don't sell. We took all this clothing and we identified spaces in Fosloritz where the media was all present and David actually handed over. I can imagine the whole world listening and saying, I need to connect with the dandelion breeze. They seem to be sort of the purveyors of goodwill and good meaning and good heart, <laughs> so you never really know, right? So, so let's just confirm this. So is... Legit's not your client anymore? Not anymore, right. no. Okay. They've been sold out, I think, the company's retailability, so we don't have Legit anymore, but there are a lot of other retail brands that we're currently hustling with and that we who, are... Who are they? Who are you, who um, I don't think I should share that right now because it's not really official, Ashraf. Okay. You know, we're still looking at the brand. We're trying to identify it, put together the archetypes, and God willing, it will all come it together soon. soon. What, what's your dream account you'd love to work on? This is like a live pitch, you know. No, I never really thought of that, but um, I think an amazing vehicle like Mercedes. Mercedes would be good. Um, Yes, Mercedes. They've created a younger Mercedes to a younger market, so maybe there's business for you guys, uh, if that's what you want to tap on there. Uh, Why do you think you've succeeded? I mean, going back to your story from Zimbabwe to South Africa and and not being in in advertising, when you now reflect on your career, you know, is there a strand that you can say, I know the people have helped, but is there one factor ultimately that you can say, well, that's why I've done well. I think it's truth, believing in self. I think if I think of the hustle when one first came here, we so often want to please everybody else. It's about how the public will see us. And when you truly believe in self and you're selfless and you're tapping into other people and you want to see young entrepreneurs, you know, stand stronger than you have, I think, and this flow, that's when things are great. When you really don't want for anything, and you're standing on truth. I mean, our whole company is built on biblical foundations. Mm, mm. And we stand strongly. We believe that, you know, as long as you're giving and you're sowing the seed of sustenance, which is the dandelion, it all comes back. Okay. Who, who are the people who are involved in your company? So you're there. You're well, the MD, right? Abs- yes. And then three, four key members? Um, yes. Zizo. Zizo Twitter. Okay. I mean, amazing mm. young lady that is doing exceptionally well. I mean, she's on radio as well, she's on TV, and she believes in the company, and I am so inspired that they believe in me, which makes it all relevant, and then we've got Sharice, Sharice Harbury, um, we've got Andy Swan, 
I mean, Andiswa is a young lady that started from very humble beginnings, and we've put Andiswa through so many training courses, and she's just growing from strength to strength. That's Andiswa Tafeni. And then we have Luandle. Luandle is a marketer, and she's also doing exceptionally well. Um, and for now, I think that's who we have internally. I mean, there are a lot on the external that we tap into, which are a lot of the ambassadors. But like I say, you don't have to be stagnant and in one space. We have internal dandelions, external dandelions. Absolutely. So, so your advice to, because, you know, when we talk now, there are people listening who are in the industry, but there are people who are not in marketing, they're in other businesses, but they need to market, right? So what advice would you give the, the business that has got no marketing budget or absolute rock-bottom budgets, but they need to market. What can you tell them? Well, I would say, firstly, they need to believe in their own brand, which they obviously do, and um, to get it out there. Um, the social media platform is really strong right now. I mean, it needs public relations is something very, very strong, and tapping into something that is successful, that can help you to endorse it. It then grows legs, and it just grows from strength to strength. Because you're not known, but if you tap into something that is known, and you connect the two, that's what's going to actually okay, get the that's, legs. That's, and that, therefore, the brand ambassadors, even at a community level, can work. Yes. Yeah. Any, any, any final point you want to add? Um, not that I can really think of. Um, yeah, I think that's correct. I think maybe call us. If you want to activate your brand, please tap into our website, <laughs> www.dandelionbreeze.co.za, and we'd be more than willing to assist. Dandelion Breeze. Okay, yes. before we start for the interview, uh, Medina Harvey said, it's my first ever radio interview. I'm so nervous. Well, I think you passed <laughs> with flying colors. I didn't sense a sense of nervousness. And if you did, you showed it extremely well. What's important is how it comes across on air, which I think is absolutely fine. Good, good chatting to you. Thank you so much. Well, do feel well. Do tweet, 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 Instagram, all the things you've just mentioned. So I can share that as well. Thank you very all much. All right, there we are. Fascinating. Thank you. Getting into the the mind in this case of um, the the MD of Dandelion Breeze, and that's uh, Medina Harvard.